freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Hey, everybody, welcome to episode number 231 of Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are brought to you by azfirearms.com, your nationwide hometown gun shop. I am one of your hosts, Cheryl Todd. And I'm the other guy, Dan Todd. Our theme today is gun therapy. Now, we have two guests today. Mm-hmm. We have Shaky Dave Smith, the Parkinson shooter, and his fiance, Amy Dillon, a U.S. Marine firearms instructor and writer. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll start with Dave. He is a professional shooter sponsored by F1 Firearms, STI, and Laser Shot. He competes in three gun and rifle competitions around the country and internationally. What's unique about Dave is that he does all of this while having Parkinson's disease. He was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease 10 years ago. And although Parkinson's altered Dave's lifestyle in many ways, one thing it did not take away was his passion and ability to shoot guns. And he started shooting guns on a daily basis as his form of therapy, gun therapy. Doctors have confirmed that raising the dopamine levels through gun therapy, which he lacks due to Parkinson's, has been a key in his journey to aid in recovery. Welcome to the show, both of you. Thank you. Thank you. This is, oh, this is so exciting for us. Uh, like I said off air, I have two world-class competitive shooters on the show at the same time. And they're getting married. And they're getting married. They're fiancés. So, I love it. So when you guys fight, you can say, we're just going to the range and settle this right now, right? <laughs> if you ever fight. I mean, 35 years, we've never fought. So you probably won't. Yeah. But just in case, you could just settle it at the range, If right? it ever happens to come up. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, well, let's just dive right into these questions. We already know that guns save lives. But we don't often think about guns as medical devices and medicinal pathways to healing. Talk to us about your journey and how you're pushing Parkinson's disease back out of your life, Dave. Well, it, you know, it started, uh, you know, with the Parkinson's. I was, I was a, a normal, I guess, alpha male type, you know, just working hard and making money and doing everything I do. But uh, found a twitch in my finger, it spread throughout my body, everything tip to tip, head to toe, uh, started shaking. And, and within a year, they, they thought I had uh, some other catastrophic illness. Uh, I thought I was dying, but uh, yeah, I was bedridden and wheelchair and then uh, started shooting uh, as a form of therapy. It was really the only thing I had left uh, that, that I could really 
uh, function and, and do, and it would make me better. I saw a significant difference. And so I just started shooting every day. And uh, from there, sponsored and, you know, competitions all over and, and uh, just really uh, cemented the, uh, the pathways that I had lost. I either engaged, you know, bridged the gaps that were not there with the dopamine or uh, formed new pathways or whatever. But uh, now I'm a, a whole lot better shooting every day and, and uh, doing gun therapy and you know, just hanging out with people like you. <laughs> so. I love it. Well, lucky us, lucky us for sure. But I mean, what a completely life altering, uh, you thought life ending situation. And, yeah. and then to find out that the time you spent on the range, just doing your hobby, enjoying your hobby of shooting, that's actually the thing that's prolonging your, your life and improving your health. Like, how did that, did, did it come to you right away that you realized, or was it kind of a slow dawning on you? You know, I really, uh, I was in such bad shape. I was just, you know, I was listening to doctors and I was listening to every, everybody give me advice. And, and the one thing that I could do, uh, I had a laser trainer that would, uh, you know, shoot in the, you know, like shoot the target on the wall. And I was kind of using that to maybe time my medicines. And, uh, you know, if I was real shaky, uh, then I needed a pill. You know, if I was sitting, hitting the three or four ring, I, I would need a pill. And, uh, you know, I was doing real well hitting bullseyes. I wouldn't need any medicine. But there again, I did not shake when I had the gun in my hand. So that was, that was where it all came from. So started going to the ranges and then shooting competitions and then, you know, going seven days a week and, you know, hundreds of thousands of rounds a year. And that's when it all, you know, just slowly came together after about two or three years. So That's an amazing, but you, you threw me off. You said hundreds of thousands of rounds a year. <laughs> Where do you get ammo? Uh. <laughs> in the pandemic, it's very tough. I'm telling you. It's, uh, you know, uh, right now uh, we've had this setback with uh, trying to find ammo is, is a, you know, a major problem with everybody, I guess. For someone that shot, you know, I shot two years with uh, 120,000 rounds a year, uh, about, about what I shot. And uh, then this year it's, it's just dropped off dramatically. I'm, you know, like everybody else, I've got to uh, get creative on how I find it. Not telling anybody where I do find it, but no, <laughs> right? Yeah, right. Just, tell, just tell me. I mean, you can tell us off air. We wouldn't hate that, but don't, don't, yeah. So, Dave, were you a shooter all your life, or when did you start shooting? Yeah, I've, I've been shooting all my life, but it's just been real, like a, a you know, I, I now it's just to save my life. And yeah. it's, it's that mentality, that's the focus, that's how I have to treat it. And, you know, whether there's a COVID, you know, thing going on or not, uh, you know, yeah, I, I've got a bigger problem that I've got to solve. So, right. you know, cure Parkinson's and, you know, that's the, the focus now. 
So. Do you, and so do you get to uh, claim your firearms and your ammunition on your insurance because they are <laughs> medical devices? We are working on that. So uh, <laughs> love it. I, I I claim I claim them on my for for my job as a firearms instructor. So that <laughs> so so you can't do that for any instructors out there if you're not doing that. You know. Could you imagine how many guns you guys are going to own once you get married? I mean, with you both liking guns. I we mean, started that, taking, we started taking an inventory, and it's you should see us when we're traveling together. It's it's funny. <laughs> I can only imagine. I mean, where I have luggage for clothes, you probably have like a duffel bag for clothes and then like, you know, luggage for your, yeah. <laughs> your firearms. Um, so Amy, uh, you've entered the picture here. So uh, Dave was diagnosed 10 years ago with, with Parkinson's and just kind of started that journey. And then you guys met how long ago and you are now part of that journey? Yeah, so Dave and I met over over a year ago. We actually met through um, the DC Project, Cheryl, because oh. we met at the, at the DC Project team match, and we just we quickly bonded. And you know, it's um, it's it's been such a journey, I have to say. But it, you know, having having such two independent people that travel and have such busy lifestyles, and trying to merge that, it, it's been really quite a journey. But it's um, you know, it, I guess, what, what, I'm like, sorry, I'm getting flustered thinking about everything we've been through, but, yeah. <laughs> you know, we're, we're trying, we're trying to merge, um, you know, I'm trying to deal not only with, uh, with gun therapy, but just in how Parkinson's disease, and this is something that Dave and I have talked very openly about how it affects, you know, my life as well, and, and our, our life and our future that, that we are planning for together. And what, what a great thing about being in a relationship with, with Dave is we have the same passions, we have the same, um, you know, lifestyles and the same mindset. And so we just kind of, even when things happen like this year, you know, we launched Gun Therapy, the nonprofit, and we were supposed to be on a tour. And we've had to shift that entirely because of everything that's happened this year. But we're we're a team, and you know we're we're making it through, and and we're doing what we need to do to to make sure that everything we want to happen happens. And on top of that, still trying to plan a, a marriage or a, a plan a wedding. So it's that, been crazy. That part's <laughs> on her. Yeah. So what shooting well, range? Well, that's smart of you, Dave, to delegate that right. and just stay to stay he, out of that. He's a smart man. He's smart. <laughs> so what shooting range are you guys going to get married at? <laughs> We, <laughs> I've already shot that at her, you know, and uh, suggested it. But uh, honestly, we we really we really just haven't uh, got that far. We, we've got everything shifted when, when the pandemic happened, and uh, so now it's it's like we were going to have a huge wedding, and uh, now it's the venues and you know everybody uh, has shifted their their focus a little bit. Uh, so kind of put everything on hold. I could just see it now. First of all, instead of cutting the cake, you're going to shoot the cake. And second, <laughs> second, can you imagine the the guest list? You know, the the gift list or gift registry is going to be at the local gun shops. Yeah, it's, it's true. Like, yeah, you know, it's a great firearms will have to get in on that action. <laughs> Colt pythons and uh, STI automatics and oh, it just the list can go on and on. Yeah. 
but everyone will want to come because to our wedding because as wedding favors or we're going to have you know how they have the little bags of candy we're going to have bags of ammo <laughs> oh, yeah. yes i mean <laughs> duh nope. right Nobody's going to be chunking that rice. Nobody's going to be chunking <laughs> If they do, we'll be down there picking up brass. Yeah. We'll be like <laughs> bringing our little scoops. Um, so, uh, Amy, what, seriously, what a crazy and amazing year uh, for you personally. We're sitting in the studio on Monday, July 20th of 2020. COVID is still very much a part of our world and our lives. Um, and just before all of this, I think you had already met Dave and maybe you guys would have already started your relationship, but you lost your dad this year. I mean, yeah. what, what a crazy year for you. And, and thank you for, thank you for um, bringing that up because anytime I can talk about my dad, it's just, you know, it's such an honor for me. Um, and it's, it's been hard. And I have to say, you know, dealing with, um, dealing with that through this past year has been one of the things I've had to go through. And, Dave's been a rock for me, and he's he lost his dad um, seven years ago, so he he understands my grief process, and and it, it kind of brings us together because he's he's such a strong person for me that he he lifts me up when I, when I need it, even when I think I don't need it. So, well, like, and and like <laughs> and like two years ago, your house flooded. What? Yes. I yeah, forget yeah. which storm that was. She probably shot the water tank. No. No. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, I've had I've had a pretty um, some pretty unfortunate events the last few years, and it's it has impacted um, a lot of what I had going on at the time. You know, I lost my house for a, a few years. My you know lost my dad, and dealing with his sickness eventually leading to his death. And there's there's been some other personal things, you know, all in the mix of that. So it's been a rough couple of years, but you know, I. I I stay positive and I keep going and I know that no matter what life throws at me, it, you know, I don't look at it as things as setbacks. I know they're setups for bigger and better things and that's been proven over the last few years and I know my dad's proud of me and I'm doing everything I can to honor, to honor him. So thank you. That's awesome. Amy, were you a shooter for a long time too? You know, I, I only started shooting um, in the military. So I was 18 years old and that was the first time I, I picked up an AR-15, you know, AR-15 platform oh. and used that. But um, I had been around guns. My, my dad was a collector and, and a you know, huge, liked guns and liked shooting, but I would just never really considered it. And growing up in California, it was never, a, you know, a common form of recreational, you know, of, of uh, recreational use. So. Um, I never really thought about guns. Not that I didn't like them. I just never, never put a thought to it. So it wasn't until the military and then after getting out of the military was when I, uh, well, I became a firearms instructor when I was active duty. And then when I got out, I um, got, ended my active duty. I made that a career. So nice. That's very cool. Now together you guys have started this nonprofit it's called, and, and the website, I went to it today and put my email address in, uh, guntherapy.org. So talk to us about what the purpose for that is and what your, your mission and your dream for that is. Well, you know, gun therapy for me has been such a life-changing thing. I want to, I've really uh, wanted to, uh, you know, change a lot of other people, you know, the mindset you know, between red flag laws and, and the Democrats and, you know, different people, 
trying to take away our rights and and it's really the the right for me and others to uh you know to defend ourselves from parkinson's or whatever comes you know comes in in play and uh I'm defending my life, so I want everybody else that needs this wouldn't have the uh, uh, you know, the uh, the thought process, to, you know, the courage maybe or whatever to step out and say, "Hey, I want to handle a firearm, uh, you know, do this gun therapy thing." I, I would like for everybody to do it, and this is we're gonna uh, hopefully get a study. Uh, we're I've tried so many times to get this study kind of launched with academia, but you know, it's really hard to get them to accept the gun therapy. You know, gun. Yeah. And so yeah. we're just gonna do the study ourselves. And uh, So when, when Dave and I met and I was learning about um, Parkinson's and how it affected him and, and how his life has changed because of it, um, one thing that stood out to me was a lot of people think that Parkinson's disease is, is it's a disease that makes someone shake. And um, there, it's not. It's not actually that. That's just a side effect. And and one thing that stuck out to me was, it's a neurological disease that is a lack of dopamine in Dave's brain that doesn't allow his um, his mind to tell his body what to do. And so that kind of struck a nerve with me. And and we we talked about it. And one interesting thing about Parkinson's disease is that you know how you go on the range and you or you shoot. And it's just, there's a, there's just this feel good, you feel good, you feel empowered, you feel just good when you go shoot, you have, you know, and one thing with Dave is that it's because he has this effect that he, um, when he gets that dopamine rush in his brain from shooting, let's say, he, he completely steadies out. And if you haven't seen Dave shoot, I mean, it's remarkable how, uh, and, and, and even right now he's starting, he's starting to shake and stuff, but when he puts a gun in his hand and he goes and shoots, he completely steadies and completely, you can, you can just see whatever's happening in his brain when he's doing those motor skills that he needs to, to fire the gun safely and effectively, it, um, it shows on him. And so when we were talking about it and, and talking about when we really had this idea to actually form, because he says he's coined the term gun therapy, but what made it a term, a term that he used to let's make it a nonprofit and see what it can do for other people is the fact that we want to take what he's learned through his form of therapy and see how it can help other people who also may be suffering from other neurological diseases or anything that affects a person's mood or you know the the inability to or ability to do things so it's 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 amazing and it it works and so there's something there if you could if you could figure out all of all of what it is to help other people because it's like so first he loves to shoot it it does something to his brain body you know you get excited and you're shooting and then to be able to concentrate you yeah. you overpower your brain is what you're doing right right and he's done do you mind if I, do you want to talk about it well the, the clinical studies he's done before and a, and a lot of people that deal with parkinson's they've heard of a program called boxing for parkinson's and um it's other forms of therapy that that they use for it and he's participated he was telling me all these studies that he's done where the, they they dance they box they do they bike they do all these things 
And so why not do that for, you know, shooting a gun or right. a range therapy? And, and so we want to eventually get the a clinical study done or endorsed, which we already have the endorsement of several doctors we've talked to about this. And so going out and getting the data set ourselves and then presenting it to a medical university that will actually say, yes, this actually helps. And we've, do, we've put the neurological test to, to work and we can actually see that there is something happening in the brain when a person shoots a gun in, in this form of therapy that is actually medically, you know, accredited. Right, and it works. So, I mean, anybody has to do is watch a video and they'll see. So I'm surprised that they haven't, you know, jumped on this. This is an opportunity for some doctors to do some good to figure this out. Right? And it's, uh, it's, it's really weird. You know, when I first, when I first started uh, getting into the competitive side of things and, I, you know, I walk into a range or anywhere, they are just, I've got the worst shakes the worst balance, the worst everything as far as Parkinson's. I've got plenty of people that I've, I've encountered with Parkinson's. I've got the worst, in my mind, the worst Parkinson's case out there. And the fact that, you know, I can shoot a five inch target at a hundred yards with a pistol uh, consistently. There's the proof right there. Right. Uh, and a lot of people want to say it's a fluke or something, you know, but, what I'm trying to find is another uh, group of people that will go out and do it and prove that it's not. It's one thing for me to do it, but it's a whole nother thing if I get, you know, I, I, I reach out and I get a lot of other people, which I've, I've encountered that, you know, a lot of people are doing it. So um, that's, that's what I'm after is, you know, the, the proof with everybody else. It's not about me. It's about everybody else getting involved and just showing what it does. Natural, and you know, they want to give you a pill and call it a, a fix. And uh, you know, the, the pill, Parkinson's pills actually make the condition. If you take you take a, a part of the side effect from the medicine is if you have too much or you have too little. There, there's a involuntary movement, same as if you don't take the medicine. So yeah, that's helping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Dave, right you said you, you may make you have involuntary movement. So right. <laughs> well, Dave, you know, you said that some people say it must be a fluke. It could be a fluke. There's absolutely no way. If it happened one time, maybe so. But you can't be a professional shooter and it be a fluke. It's not. And it just needs. Somebody needs to open their eyes and say, shooting is no different than the boxing or whatever else that you guys had talked yeah. about. It's, it's getting the person that's in, with the Parkinson's involved with things that they love, get them to focus on things that they're excited about. I think that has something to do with it. I think you're onto something there. Look, ever, ever since uh, you know, we started this, I started seven days a week shooting. The mind... At, if you do something seven days a week uh, as much as you can and work hard at it, it doesn't mean, you know, it doesn't matter if you have Parkinson's or what shooting is everything that Parkinson's is, you know, the degenerative uh, part of it is taking away 
cognitive balance, uh, the steadiness, all the fine motor skills that it takes to be safe and make a shot is that is that therapy. It's working every single part of the physical to the mental to everything that Parkinson's is, is taking away. And uh, for that, that's that's the focus that I'm I'm trying. You don't have to go out. I don't even keep score when I'm in a match. I don't even look where I place or anything. But uh, I don't care who I beat or who I don't beat, you know. But it's just the fact that I get out there in a stressful environment. You know, somebody said the other day they wanted to do three gun. But I'm like, you know, three gun is, is three times the problem. Three times of everything. <laughs> go wrong will go wrong and if you fall with three guns and not just one it's a whole host of other things right <laughs> but, but you just get out there and do it and it's a stressful you know it puts that stress on the mind uh to a, a tenth degree and that's what people need you know that's right. the thing that parkinson's people need uh in their life and when i did that seven days a week it opened up a whole vast I think a, a whole vast part of my brain that I didn't even, I hadn't engaged with, or it was, you know, repairing it or whatever. I could see the difference and feel the difference. Yeah. Awesome. It's truly incredible. And it, to the listeners out there and the, the people watching us on YouTube and Gunstreamer and OpsLens, if you just take some time and go through uh, Dave's Parkinson Shooter Instagram page there's one you posted recently with a, a little tiny coffee cup, right? And you're, you're struggling yeah. with your, you know, with the coffee cup because you're, you're having the tremors and you yeah. said, uh, and then you splice into from there out on the range and you can't even believe it's the same person because you are shooting down range and I don't know if that's the one that you're shooting at a little uh, playing card or if it was another video. Cause once I get on there, I can't get off. I have to watch everything. <laughs> yeah. So that was a 25 yard shot that was at a, a playing card. And so the red dot, uh, I see better far off. So the, the emblem on the card, I have to shoot because the red dot takes the whole, uh, the, you know, blots out the whole target. I say, I point down and I'm like, bottom right it's just going to barely touch it and so uh i just move it just off and i can see the the emblem in in the card and try to make that precision shot so uh yeah that that one and the coffee cup was from the world rifle match in sweden <laughs> so when oh, we went to sweden way. oh by the way they just traveled off to sweden to you know be competitive Shooters, you know, no big deal. Sprang my trigger finger the night before the world <laughs> rifle match. <laughs> True story. <laughs> That's fantastic. I love it. Well, so is there a way, are you finding that there's a way, can you trick your mind? Like as you're sitting in the living room, whatever, can you be like, can you kind of like go into a meditative state and think like, okay, I'm going to think I'm on the range right now. I'm going to Put my body in the position and and cause the still look at this it, now you're just showing like, off when we're when we're sitting down to eat whether it's at home or a restaurant he, he literally like cannot hold his fork and 
you know, sometimes he can't, he can't do that, but I'll see, and, and I, you know, I'll see him, he'll take his hands and, and form them as if he's shooting and it, it does help study him out. So it's those, I don't know if it's, if it's something about the, the way his body's moving and then his brain thinks that, okay, we're, we're getting ready to shoot. And so it just it studies himself, but it, 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 he does have those tricks that, that I muscle memory. Right. It's, it's, uh, you know, it's very automatic. So if, you know, you, you've been watching me now through this whole soul interview and then I go like this, I just don't, I can stop moving, but you know, my hands are always moving, mm -hmm. but, but you don't really stop until, you know, I, uh, I pick up something like this mm -hmm. and this is just a trainer, you know, that we have here uh, for the laser shot uh, simulator uh, here in, um, in the house. So it's, uh, you know, when I pick this up, it's automatic and the same way with a coffee cup. If I, if I, you know, I grab a coffee cup, I try to try to just make it, make it the gun, but I joke around until they make coffee cups in the shape of a gun. I'm not really going to uh, just <laughs> not spill. Them, so. I don't, I don't think it's, I don't, Dave, I don't think it's muscle memory. What do you think it is, I, Dr. I, Dan? I, I think it's, you're telling your mind, no, I've got control of this and I'm going to do what I do. I, I, I do believe that. I, I'm sorry. I just, no, maybe I don't know the science, but you guys are going to figure it out yes. with your study, which I absolutely love. Um, so I do want to talk a little bit more about the, the tour that is going to happen once COVID gets itself out of our lives the election but, time uh, november yeah november uh what third Eight. it'll the news cycle will change we'll never hear about it again that's my theory um talk to us two things like you know you said you walk into a range if somebody's not familiar with the shaky dave video series out there right you have to laugh because this actually just happened recently this, this <laughs> happened last week and i'm not going to mention the range because they're yeah they're you know, afterwards uh, <laughs> but i walk into the range and the guys like uh, Can uh I help what? You? And I, i'm all over the place okay uh -huh. my dopamine i needed gun therapy so bad that day I, I just i was in bad shape and uh so i walk in and the guy's like you know, can I help you? And he had that look on his face like, um, you know, the Parkinson's clinic is down the road, but <laughs> he really didn't want me to shoot, but he he, he just said, uh, I, I, was, I was ready to shoot and he was not going to have it. So I just said, hey, can you just look up this and then judge for yourself if I'm safe or not? Just here's, you know, and, uh, so it, it took about five minutes and then someone recognized me in the, in the line and said, I know you. <laughs> I was like, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> hey, there's a lot of people out there with Parkinson's that go to the range and have the same issue, you know, and it's a, it's a disability. Well, and it really, but, it really raises, we've talked, and we've talked about this too. And that's why we want to kind of get this out there is, you know, um, just even with, with, carrying uh carrying a gun or owning a gun you know we don't want anyone to think that you know he's dave's mentioned to me that he's had you know he doesn't want anyone to think that he's unsafe so he can't for example get his concealed carry permit or you know something like that so it absolutely we we've talked about how um certain disabilities affect a person's second amendment right and that's very important to both of us 
Absolutely. And that was kind of my second question. So wait a minute, you, you can't get a concealed carry permit? Oh, yes. Uh, but in some, well, she, I'm going to let her speak on that. She's the expert on, <laughs> on getting uh, carry permits. But I would, I would say in some states, it would be a, uh, More of a yeah. not, as, not as much as of an issue in Georgia or some right. other states uh, versus, you know, say, California. California. Or <laughs> well, California, you, you can't get one if unless you're the governor or something, you know. So, right, you yeah. have to show good cause, but it, it's definitely a concern whether whether or not if if any of the laws change, how that impacts, you know, someone who might look at Dave's condition and say, oh, he's unsafe with a gun, because that, I mean, that happens to him, you know, unfortunately all the time. All the time. When he walks into a gun store for the first time where they, they might not know him. Hey, I, in restaurants, I can't even handle the check, so... You know, people look at me and they they, they assume that she's going to pay the bill and all this. Uh, he hates that. I, I'm a I'm a southern gentleman, and and this goes for every meal that we go to. I'm not even safe to hold the check. So same way with a firearm, I guess. But uh, we, he has to be have a, like medic. He has to his medication has to be like completely on point in order for someone not to look at us like I'm his nurse or something, but that's a whole separate topic we could talk about. The, oh. the, the um, <laughs> what do we call it? The, um, how people look at us sometimes when, when we, you know, walk into just being in, being in a relationship where one person is disabled. It's, it's something so, that we have to challenge us, you know, in the so before uh, meeting Dave, Amy, you could walk into a gun shop and somebody think they've sized you up at your like, what are you, four foot eight, you know, oh, <laughs> on your yeah. on your tallest day. And don't shortchange her. Okay. <laughs> how, how tall are you? I'm four foot eleven. <laughs> oh. Pardon me. My mistake. You never um, ask a woman how tall she I is. Go, no, I go I go through the same, you know, kind of judgment and I and I I've, I've had that happen honestly, you know, almost my my whole adult life because being in being in a a field uh in both in the firearms industry and in the military and not just the military but the Marine Corps, very male dominated. Um, you know, I'll walk into a room and and I've kind of learned you know, I, I, I don't really, it's not really a factor for me anymore. And maybe I just know how to handle it. But I definitely um, have felt self-conscious about walking into a room and, and having people, oh, who's this little girl? You know, what's yeah. she going to do? Yeah, and you <laughs> look so young, but you put on your drill sergeant face and the room falls silent. I think so. I've seen that face. <laughs> I think I saw that face once. So, so Dave, I mean, just to kind of give you an example, I, we own AZ Firearms in Avondale here, and it is a hard thing with the guy behind the counter. You know, we have to be very careful who we sell a gun to, to make sure they're qualified and they're not going to do harm with the gun. So it's good to, to know people like you that are, are bringing out that, no, I'm capable. I can do this. And thank goodness you've got your videos so you can right. educate the person on the other side of the counter very quickly by saying well, look you know i don't think i you know exactly uh you know with with the uh people behind the counter uh, hats off to them you know they everybody does such a great job in this industry they're so helpful and and uh you know informative uh getting new people to shoot and helping us you know that uh have other problems and you know our, us old guys to you know to the range and everything but uh yeah it's it's a uh, uh 
you know, it's a balancing act, I guess you could say, for uh, people behind the counter. So hats off to them for uh, everything they do. Well, you guys are the poster couple for don't make pre-judging assumptions, right? So you're the 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 young, small female that people might think. Oh, I wouldn't sell again to Amy. Oh, <laughs> I'd sell her two. I'd sell her sell two, her but two. I wouldn't sell her I like one. It. Um, you know, and then like you're saying in restaurants, everybody their eyes go to to Amy to take care of the bill and stuff because they're pre-judging you. So. You guys can really be trailblazers out there to be like, you know, do not, you know, prejudge, do not judge a book by its cover, you know, get to know your customer, um, you know, really find the questions to ask so that uh, we're not excluding people out of ignorance and stupidity, which I, I know does happen. And I, I love that you're, you said kind words about our industry and I share those kind words, but I also know uh, sometimes we miss the mark. So, yeah. It um, so the other thing real quick, before I let you guys go, um, I want you touched earlier on the red flag gun laws and, you know, people who do have disabilities, first of all, you, people with disabilities can be the most vulnerable among us. And so we don't want to automatically create more uh, hurdles for uh, people with disabilities to be able to defend themselves with whatever self-defense tool they want for their life. Um, and then there are these red flag gun laws where somebody that's on a particular amount of medication or, I mean, who knows? Because in every state they have their own version of, of these, these laws. Um, talk to us a little bit about where you are with that particular issue, whether they're called stop laws or ERPOs or, or red flag gun laws. Look, my, my position as far as, uh, you know, I, this is saving my life. Just like if someone attacked me, okay? This disease is attacking me and I'm attacking it right back. So uh, if you look on my Instagram page, it's, it's hey, I'm not I'm not uh, signing the peace treaty until I'm dead with this, and so I I I believe that no matter what your condition, uh, you know, no matter what your condition is, Parkinson's or any kind of disability, you should be able to at least uh, you know apply for uh, firearms and. Uh, get certified, and then not by a judge, not by, uh, you know, someone that may or may have a, may or may not have an agenda besides that, you know, they shouldn't even be involved in the decision if they don't carry themselves, because, yeah, this is, this is my life. I've got to, I've got to defend it, so you know, that's my stance, and everyone should just everyone should just be able to carry no matter what, okay? That's my feeling. Might get a little slack on some little, little gray area somewhere, but that's my stance, so. Well, this little document right here that not enough people read, this Constitution of Bill of Rights, look how thick that is. You can see why people don't invest the entire hour. It's an hour to read, people. So inside of this document that our founding fathers fought, bled, starved, and died to have the, the right to even put pen to paper, 
there's a thing called the Second Amendment, and there's no asterisk there. It says, shall not be infringed, period, end of story. And I think that's what you were just saying, Dave. That's right. You know, it could be a family member that lives with a person that could judge whether or not maybe we should put the guns away because he's unstable right now, but not a next door neighbor or a judge or a police officer or a governor. It shouldn't be, it should be somebody very close to you. And uh, I'm that not has talking your about best interests right, best at interest, heart because right. there are people close to us that don't right. have no, our best no, interests at heart. I understand that, but I mean, at least it shouldn't be the others. Yeah, for sure. Know? All right. So talk to us again about this tour. What do you foresee? What do you hope? When do you think we might get back on track with that? So we're actually hoping to get back on track with that later this year. And we're, we're right now putting steps into place to make sure that we adhere to public health guidelines. Because of course, you know, we, we safety first and that includes in a pandemic. And so um, we're, we're shifting things just to give us the time to be able to manage that piece of it. But we are planning on, um, you know, coming out with a kind of a, we have to look at the dates to see when we're going to be in the Northeast, what states we're going to be in, what cities we're going to be in. We do have target um, cities because of people that we've already been in contact with who were going to be um, part of the study that we're doing. And so, I don't know, I, you know, we're hoping for later this year and, and maybe by the end of summer, we're going to have that, that list. And I encourage anyone who knows somebody or is someone themselves that could participate in, whether they have, um, you know, it doesn't have to be Parkinson's, any, any disease or debilitation that they want to be included in part of this, please contact us and they can reach out uh, to either one of us on our social media platforms or uh, info at guntherapy.org. Uh, is the email, and we're going to put them in a database, contact them, and, and try to get set up. So we're we're working on that now, and we we were trying to do that in the spring, of, or you know, kind of in the spring summer, and that shifted. We were wondering if we should wait till 2021, but we we don't want to wait. Our, we have to continue moving forward, but we're just shifting things around to make sure that we can safely do so. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know, as far as Parkinson's. Uh, this isn't going to wait on me, so I'm not going to wait on COVID to go away. And, uh, you know, mask or no mask, I think, it, you know, it's a personal thing. And it's, I, I, I'm just going to adhere to what I need to adhere to to make it work. And uh, it just maybe, maybe it's just another place for a logo. I mean, sponsors. <laughs> they'd love so yeah, we're, I'm anxious to get out there and uh, see everybody on the road and uh, go shooting. So hopefully well, I, soon. I absolutely love it. And so uh, real quick, uh, both of you tell us how we can follow you individually, and then we will let you guys go. Dave, you go first. Uh, well, Parkinson Shooter on Instagram and uh, on uh, Facebook and uh I'll see you on social media. Yeah, <laughs> and for me, it's, it's actually my, my full legal name, which is Adamay, A-D-D-A-M-A-Y, Dylan, D-I-L-L-O-N. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram that way. Um, and also, if you haven't, we're still building the website, but please um, be on our roster on uh, guntherapy.org, and there's a spot on there where you can input your email, and as soon as we get information going and, and hard, you know, hard information, we'll, we'll get that out to anyone who's joined the list so far. So we appreciate everyone's support. 
Oh, that's fantastic. Now, are you raising funds yet? <laughs> we're, we're kind of self-funded for now. Um, yeah. the, the goal is to, to open up to, to where we are, you know, ra raising funds. But um, right now, I, I just don't have the, the means to be able to accept charitable donations. And that all that's getting set up. And it, as you know, that stuff kind of takes time. So yeah. um, by, the time we, by the time we launch, it will be, set, it will be all set up. Very good. Well, we're pre-informing. What's that? So we're going shooting anyway. So <laughs> going yeah. shooting yeah. anyway. Yes. So if people can just start. Yeah. If anyone's interested in donating, I mean, please reach out to us and, and we'll figure out a way to do that. We just want to make sure that, you know, it, it's getting put to the right channels. Box of ammo or whatever. <laughs> you know what? You guys are easy to get along with. I love that. <laughs> So, and I, I see that you, you did the steady hand there. That's kind of your signature move, right? I love that. You guys, you're, you're amazing. I just love you both so much. And thank you for taking the time to come on here and talk with us and share so much of your lives and your story. And uh, we're definitely going to be following your journey and encouraging people to uh, partake in all of the, the fundraising and the, um, you know, gathering that information in that study. I mean, that's going to change the lives of our children and our children's children. And that's what it's about. So. That's it. I love it. Well, keep it up guys. Thank you very much. It's good to see you. Bye-bye. Thank, Thank you. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. What an amazing couple. They are like individually they're amazing people and then as a couple it just ugh, they just give me goosebumps because they're just honestly what what an awesome uh two journeys to come together and the work that they're going to be able to do together the example they're going to be able to set together um, and the fun we forgot to ask them on the air we asked them before uh we hit the record button um, yeah. who, who's the best shooter, right? Yeah. We, we should have put him on the spot. I'm going to, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to, I'm just going to say, I think it's Dave. <laughs> well, then I'm going to say it's Amy. So there. Well, you've been wrong before. Oh, I like what you're doing <clears> there. Not, you know what? There, it's a healthy thing to, to compete against each other. And, mm -hmm. you know, it, it, it's, it's awesome, but, uh, man, it just, it's amazing. And, I'm proud to know them both and they're going to be doing good work for other people. And I do, I really believe there's more to it than muscle memory. I, I really, I have to believe that, that, you know, we hear stories where people that they take medication and they just get worse and worse and worse. That's what was happening. And then there's other people that say, you know what, I'm going to beat this. I'm going to, I'm going to win. Mm -hmm. And, and they fight, and they sometimes, a lot of times they win. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that he's, he's on the right track. I love it. All right. Well, that was a super fun show with people that we, you know, just really do love. Yeah, it's time uh, to thank our guests. Is that what time it is? Yeah. Well, then go ahead. No, you go ahead. Thank them. You, no, you, you go have ahead. A, I like your voice better. No, you go ahead. No, that's all right. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much to our amazing Amazing listeners, truly, I, you hopefully have heard something today that you've never heard before. 
And that, the newness of it is what's going to cause you to go and tell your neighbor, tell your carpool mates. People still carpool during COVID? Uh, talk about it on your Facebook page, uh, discussion groups, um, the soccer fields, right? All the places that, that we go. Um, take these conversations forward. You already do. So I appreciate that. But especially something like this, that, you know, it's a medical condition that could cause people to really, truly prejudge. Oh, yeah. Right? Um, and have some serious biases. Humans against. do that, don't they? Yeah, they prejudge they a lot. Do that. Well, um, let's thank our guests. We had uh, Shaky Dave Smith, the Parkinson shooter. Mm -hmm. We thank him for being on the show. And Amy Dillon, his fiance. Mm -hmm. I want to thank her for being on the show too. They are a great couple and we will learn things from both of them. We sure will. And until next time. What? Pray for our nation. Pray for our world. Do you think we, do you think it needs it? I, I think it does. I really do. Pray for our leaders, our representatives, our elected officials, our whatever royalty, you want to call them. Royalty. Yeah. We've got right. some out there that act like that. Um, all of them. All of them. All of them. Even the ones you don't like. Especially the ones you don't like. I'm not talking to you right You're now. You're giving me that dead air, dead, dead eye right stare. You uh, cut my mic off because <laughs> you knew what I was going to say. Be good to each other. Again, but, you just, you cut off my mic. What? No, you're not even good at that. No. <laughs> nice try though. Just saying. Be good to each other. Have a great week and God bless. Cut my mic off again. No, I didn't. She did. Bye.